This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, keeping you informed about the happenings in Annapolis and the area. Local news, local sports, local events, local opinion, and of course, local weather. The Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief starts now. Good morning. It's Wednesday, June 26th, 2019. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. The Maryland Department of Health has asked for a 60-day extension to evaluate the mental capacity of Capitol Gazette-accused shooter Jared Ramos. And Circuit Court Judge Laura Ripkin has said that it is a pretty standard request and she is apt to grant that. There was scheduled to be a hearing yesterday to resolve some outstanding issues between the prosecution and the defense. However, because of a death in the family of a defense attorney, that has been postponed till July 17th. The two sticking points that do need to be resolved revolve around the release of Jared Ramos's records of all calls made or received from jail, as well as his visitor's log from the jail. His attorneys argue that that would violate his attorney-client privilege, and also the state wants to get a hold of his tax records, and the defense is arguing that that would be a violation of his constitutional rights. They don't anticipate that this will delay the trial anymore. This is scheduled to go to trial in November of 2019. Another note on the Capitol Gazette shooting as we near the one-year anniversary. The City of Annapolis, Maryland Hall, and the Unitarian Universalist Church are all sponsoring a public remembrance this Friday evening at 7 p.m. at Maryland Hall. It's called a Hope and Remembrance. It's an annual community gathering. It gets underway at 7 p.m. You're going to have music. You're going to have spoken words. Performing will be the Eastport Oyster Boys, Gary Wright and Lee Weiss the First Christian Church of Annapolis Gospel Choir, Filmsters will have a slide presentation, and Charleston, South Carolina Mayor John Tecklenburg will be speaking along with Mayor Gavin Buckley as well as County Executive Stuart Pittman and Capital Gazette Editor Rick Hudsell. Now, this is a free event. It is open to the public. However, tickets are required. You want to go to MarylandHall.org and get them there. Again, tickets are required. For that, please go to Maryland Hall and get them. Customs and Border Protection agents in Baltimore seized 330 pounds of cocaine hidden inside a shipping container full of beach chairs in what they say is the largest drug bust at the port to date. The seizure was on June 18th. So far, they have not made any arrests, and the authorities say they found four black bags containing 125 bricks of a white powdery substance that did test positive for cocaine. That does have an estimated street value of $10 million. Meanwhile, Philadelphia laughs. Just last week, they seized 16 tons of cocaine with a street value of $1 billion. Come on, Baltimore, get on the stick if you're going to keep up with Philly. Hey, if you've ever been to a concert at Merriweather, you may see something a little bit different this summer. There is a new seating option, which is supposed to be the first of its kind anywhere, and they're calling it the Skylawn. It is platforms on both sides of the pavilion raised about 40 feet in the air. Each is able to hold about 500 people. Right now, they're testing it out. They're not quite sure how they're going to market it, how they're going to sell it, but you can get up there on a first-come, first-served basis. It is capacity-controlled, and according to Brad Cranfield, who's the vice president of operations for Meriwether, said if it becomes a huge success, then they're going to figure out a way for people to get those seats when buying tickets. Meriwether has really undergone a transformation in the last couple years, and that is getting to be even more of a top-notch venue than it ever was before. 
The Maryland Democratic Party is asking the State Board of Elections to investigate possible campaign finance violations by Governor Hogan. The Democrats say that the Republican took donations from 100 benefactors that were over the legal limit. The Democratic Party Executive Director Ben Smith said that Hogan's 2018 campaign raked in more than $200,000 in violation of the legal limit of $6,000 per donor. Hogan's attorney denies the accusations and says the campaign refunded at least five of the donations that exceeded the limits. Sort of an interesting story is the Chesapeake Bayhawks get ready for their home opener, and they're also still vying for a field and stadium up in Crownsville. Lacrosse is getting to be a crowded sport in Maryland. The National Lacrosse League, which does play indoor lacrosse, just closed out their season. You've got Major League Lacrosse, which is where the Bayhawks play, and the Premier Lacrosse League, which is a brand new league, both play outdoors. National Lacrosse League and the Major League Lacrosse have been around for years. The newcomer Premier Lacrosse League, which was founded by lacrosse star Paul Rabel, debuted this season, backed by Venture Capital and NBC Sports Group, Media Deal, and several big-name players. Experts are kind of split on whether there will be enough room for three leagues. The National Lacrosse League had an aggregated attendance of all teams combined was up 28% to a total of 958,000. The Premier Lacrosse League, the new one, said its average attendance was 11,950 over the first three weekends, and Major League Lacrosse says that they had a 5,000-person sellout for the Boston Commons' first home game of the season. That was the first game of the season league, but they've also shrunk back a little bit. They were a nine-team league, now they are a six-team league, and they pushed their start date back from mid-April to late May. So it'll be interesting to see if all three of these leagues can survive in the lacrosse world. For the second straight year, Allstate Insurance has ranked Baltimore drivers dead last out of those in the country's 200 largest cities. Their annual Best Drivers report is based on the number of claims per driver and the company's DriveWise app, which monitors driving behavior. Baltimore drivers apparently go 4.2 years between claims, which is less than half of the national average of 10 years between claims. They had an average of 30.6, quote, hard-breaking events per 1,000 miles, compared to the national average of 19 per 1,000 miles. This is all from Allstate, all of this from a guy named Mayhem. All right, that is about it for the top news today. Please make sure you're checking out ionanapolis.net because we do update it throughout the day. We don't know what's coming down the pike. Give us a recommendation or a review if you are any place that you can do that. And give us a recommendation to your friends and colleagues and tell them to give us a listen as well. Other than that, hang tight. We've got George Young with your local DMV weather forecast, and he's coming up in just one minute. Hi, this is Kevin Canale. Michael Sanderson. The host of the Maryland Association of Counties official podcast, The Conduit Street Podcast. We like to talk Maryland policy and Maryland politics. That's what we're all about. Why counties? Well, look at the stuff we do. Education, public safety, environment, taxes, all the areas that people care about. Counties care about that, too. So our our podcast is for counties, but it's also for anyone out there who's interested in talking about public policy. Absolutely. We did a whole episode on Uber and Airbnb and new disruptive technologies. Right. We've been covering school funding debate, probably in more depth than anybody else out there. We've talked about President Trump's tax reform, uh, redistricting lawsuits, cleaning up the Chesapeake Bay, all that kind of stuff. It's part of our beat. Why do we call it Conduit Street? Well, 
that's where we are. That's who we are. You Annapolitans on this podcast, you know it is that street right over there by Chicken Ruth's. Now, that's an Annapolis institution. We want to be, too. That's our headquarters, and it's sort of our brand. You can listen to the Conduit Street podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Catch us on Fridays and get a roundup of policy and politics from right here in Annapolis and around Maryland. Going out? You need the most up-to-date local weather. Here's George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis with today's forecast. Hey everyone, this is George with DMV Weather, and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Wednesday, June 26th. Yesterday was a warm one across the Annapolis region, and today will be much of the same with sunny highs in the 88 to 95 degree range. And it'll likely be a few degrees hotter tomorrow through Saturday, with high temps in the 90 to 97 degree range across all of Anne Arundel County, with humid air making it feel like 95 to 105 degrees out for most. So continue to stay cool however you can, and hydrate as often as possible as we get through this first real summertime heat wave in the area. Okay, that's it for today. This is George Young of DMV Weather. Make it a great day out there. Be sure to get our free app on all of your devices by searching for DCMDVA Weather in the Apple or Google App Stores, and also follow us on Facebook and Twitter and on our website at dmvweather.com so you can always stay weather-informed. He started to get down on one knee, and I saw the ring, and I saw him, and um, I honestly don't know that I said yes right on the back. She didn't say anything. She was <laughs> just shaking for a little while, and then I think you said yes eventually. Yeah, I guess I, I did. Hope so. <laughs> I'm Steve Samaras of Zachary's Jewelers. That was John and Michelle's story of yes. For a chance to win a beautiful, rare, responsibly sourced, forever marked tribute collection diamond pendant, share your story at a storyofyes.com. You've been listening to the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Tell your friends and colleagues this is the podcast where you can keep up on the latest with what's going on in Annapolis. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find even more information. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m., keeping you informed with the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. And take a moment to listen to our other podcast, The Maryland Crabs, released every Thursday at noon.